Kia ora whanau, and welcome to another episode of Get a Job and Get Healthy with Costas Enterprises. Uh, I am your host, Alex Costas, and today's episode is, it's going to follow on a bit more about the whole keto journey, uh, but this time it's going to cover basically what my keto journey was like during lockdown, um, uh, over the coronavirus basically. So this is not a full breakdown of month three, four or five, uh, that will be coming, uh, very shortly, um, when I write it, um, but uh, this is sort of off the cuff, so I'm just going to cover a couple of things about the, the sort of things that I've been able to do, things that I haven't been able to do, all those sorts of things. Um, if you do want to find more of my previous uh, posts, then feel free to head along to my website, um, uh, the Costas Enterprises um, website that will be in the episode description. Um I also have uh, a print-on-demand t-shirt business as well, which uh, I will put those details in there as well. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. All of these are on my website uh, of where I actually am. Um, and, of course, my podcast, which you're currently listening to. So I thank you very much for listening to my podcast. Feel free to go to a previous episode uh, after this episode, of course, because, you know, I want I want you guys to be listening, engaging, you know. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for episodes or anything that you want to know, please feel free to drop me a line. Uh, my email address is all in lowercase, and it's Don Costas, that's D-O-N for Nike, C-O-S-T. T-A-S uh, at gmail.com and uh, drop me a line feel free to contact me I'm more than happy to uh, make specialised episodes that you guys are actually interested in so let's get on to it coronavirus now um, for those that are listening that don't know I am New Zealand uh, I live in New Zealand and we have recently just gone through a whole month of lockdown um and we managed to eliminate coronavirus for well it was basically 24 days um and then we opened up our borders again to returning new zealanders and so we have had a couple of cases where at uh, as at today's date um uh, i believe we're at uh, nine or ten cases um, and that is from people coming back into New Zealand. However, during that time, we were in full lockdown, meaning we were not allowed to leave our homes um, until uh, we basically... Uh, uh, we were allowed to go out for things like shopping, uh, just for food, uh, for petrol, and that was pretty much it. And, of course, medical emergencies. So... During this time, uh, it did make things quite hard for me. So as I've talked about with my keto journey, uh, and as well as I mentioned in my blog, one of the things that I had was that my... Uh, I used to go to the, our farmer's markets and buy uh, a lot cheaper uh, the vegetables that we used to have. Now you can kind of guess where this is going. Um, my keto journey pretty much became not exactly non-existent but it was very much reduced from what I was doing 
where I was doing full keto every day, I was doing more, you know, crappy food. Um, I managed to keep keto going for about two to three weeks in lockdown. Um, but I'll be honest, I just found that the vegetables were getting too expensive to buy from the supermarket. And given that the way that we were locked down, it wasn't uh, suggested that you leave anywhere that's not close to you. So we weren't able to go to, say for example, I, I live in a place called Mapuia, uh, which is in Wellington. And my closest uh, supermarket is a, in a place called Miramar, which is probably about less than a K away, maybe just over a K uh, driving. We weren't able to go to our big supermarket, which is about four Ks away. It was that strict. Um, and, you know, because of my previous health issues, um, diabetes and all that sort of fun stuff, uh, it was very much like we had to, I, I had to manage what I was doing and just be careful of it, basically. Um, so, unfortunately, that did mean that I, I had an instance where... I was buying a whole lot of crap food, unfortunately. And so I did my best to try and buy the foods that I was eating. Um, I also did my best to remove myself from uh, the bad foods that are really, really cheap and easy to buy. Um you know the ones I'm talking about, all those fun things like, uh, oh, well, pretty much everything that I mentioned in my previous post, which I'm not allowed to eat. Um, so that was an interesting experience, very interesting experience. And what I did was I was cooking a lot more. I was... Not eating as much though. So when I was cooking more, what I'm talking about is I was making bigger portions for myself. Um, I had been eating about two meals a day as opposed to the square three meals. Um, now in keto, I am supposed to have, based on my body weight, based on all my sort of fun things, I'm supposed to have 10 cups of veggies every day. Um which is a fair amount. <coughs> I can tell you right now, I definitely was not having 10 cups a day. Um, my meal sizes were substantially big and I ate reasonably well considering I was cooking my own food. Um, I was having a lot of meats, having a lot of protein, Still having some veggies, um, like we did get some veggies. I'm not going to say that I had no veggies at all. Um, but what I did do is I did start indulging. And I started having some of those sugary snacks that I love and was not supposed to have. Things like some chocolate, some Eskimo pies, some chippies. Which, for those that don't know, chippies in New Zealand are potato chips or crisps. Um... And I would easily demolish a whole bag, sometimes two bags a day. Um, it wasn't going too well. <coughs> now, you might say, well, Alex, did you put on any weight? What, what, what happened? I did. Okay. I, before I went into lockdown, I was about 121 kgs. 
Um, and I had gotten down to about one one eighteen. Um, and then I moved into this new flat. And when I moved into the new flat, it was literally the day before lockdown. So I went into full lockdown mode. I tried to get all the food I could eat and all that sort of things during that time. And it just started getting really, really hard to do so. Now, the one thing I have to make very, very clear is when it comes to lockdown, um, most of New Zealand only had to do four weeks. Because of my health conditions, um, I was actually classed as level level two. Um, so it means that I could not return to work until we went to level two. So I actually was off for another another three weeks above everyone else. So I was off work for about seven weeks. Now, I was still working, but I wasn't allowed to leave the house effectively. Um, I managed to get out for a little bit, so I wasn't doing my, my 10,000 steps a day, for example. Um, it, it was quite hard. I'm going to be honest. I, I, I did start to lose my mental strength which is part of the reason why I started snacking, part of the reason why I started eating bad. I was not going out until, basically, I didn't leave the house for a walk for a long time, probably for about a good, maybe five weeks. I went out to get shopping, but that was about it. Um, I am not good at being stuck into a place stuck in a place and being told I have to stay in a place um, but I knew the reason why I was doing it I knew I was doing this to keep people like my mum safe I knew it was doing it to keep people like my my friends my family uh, my flatmates and their family keeping them safe I was, you know, if I did have to go out, I was putting on a mask, I was in full glove mode, you would see me and I looked like uh, a guy from one of those hazmat suits, you know, um, I remember posting on Snapchat to some of my friends and it was like, you know, going for the first shop and I was gloved up, masked up, glasses on, hoodie up, headphones over the hoodie so the hoodie wouldn't fall down, you know, I, I went a bit stupid, a bit stupid. And then when I came home, I would... My flatmates would disinfect all the food. I would go into the shower. I'd go full shower mode. We would scrub, scrub, scrub. We would put the clothes into the, the washing machine. Straight away, wash them with detergent. Like we, we were quite worried about it in our house. Now, that is for good reason. You see, because of the way that I'm living, I have to act as a sort of semi-agent for my mother, who is also sick. Now, my mother lives in another location, and I had to effectively open my bubble into um, include my mother as well, so that I would need to visit her in case uh, something happened. So, yeah, that was a fun experience. So, and for those that know me, um, you guys all know that I'm a self-confessed mama's boy, um, and I've had to sort of look after her most of my life. And wasn't because dad wasn't there. Dad was with us until my 18th birthday and then died, basically. And I had to become the man of the house. So because of that, uh, I've sort of looked after mum for a, a long time. Let's put it that way. 
And I had recently moved out. Um, and then now that I'd moved out, I've moved closer to where mum is. Um, I'd actually moved to somewhere else. And now that I've moved a little bit closer, um, I realised that if one of mum's health workers that she gets doesn't turn up, someone's going to have to do it. And I can't, in good conscience, leave it up to the workers that we've had a couple of issues with. It's not to say her day-to-day workers are not amazing. Her day-to-day workers are amazing. I'm talking more relief workers, okay? Um, And I'm also talking the management of the people that look after her. They have an issue um, where they will not contact workers and all that sort of thing. So it was a very stressful time for me uh, because I was expected to do my normal job, um, my business, which I'm currently doing as well, looking after my mother, even though I'm not actually allowed to be there, um, looking after myself and trying to keep myself safe, um, you know, uh, making sure that if I do have to leave the house, I'm fully masked up, fully, fully gloved up, staying away from, you know, when I'm in the house with my mum, staying away from her. Um, it, it was very hard not to give someone you love who you see in pain a hug because there's the risk that they may have something. Um, now, she didn't actually have anything like coronavirus or anything like that. Um, but because of the whole fact that everyone was in lockdown, if one of mum's workers had got it and they'd been transmitted to her, it was a whole fun, fun execute. Um, so yeah, my my overall, my mental health was starting to slide. Basically, I started to lose my shit. And it was very, very hard. Because of that, our best friend, Emotional Eating, came along. Now, if you're like me and you're, you know, slightly overweight, you may or may not know about emotional eating. But emotional eating is not your friend. Especially considering you aren't emotionally eating good foods, you're emotionally eating bad foods. And when you're at a supermarket and you see that the price of a cucumber is like $4, Uh, versus, I don't know, a bag of chips, which is two, which one do you think you're going to go for? You should have the willpower to go, no, no, I'll pay that $4 for that cucumber. That's fine. I'll get three of them. That's only $12. But no, you go, I'll get one cucumber and I'll grab some crisps. Oh, and I'll grab some chocolate. Oh, and I'll grab some things. That was the kind of mentality that I had. And I'll be honest, at the moment, I still have that mentality a little bit. However, the one good thing is now, after nearly, what, two and a half months of this, we're out of lockdown now. We're allowed to leave and go places. Because of that, I am now able to go back to farmer's markets. So... I'm able to actually go buy my cucumbers, my capsicums, my lettuce, all those things that I used to eat in plenty. And it is so much better. It is so much better. You know, being able to have your proper, go back to your keto meals properly is fantastic. Now, 
The other issue I've had over coronavirus was I was missing my my partner. She was somewhere else. And because of that, I had to go without bread and go without keto bread. Her keto bread. Doing that for over a month, that was hard. That was hard. Um, and I think part of the reason I went towards the potato chips and and the occasional slice of normal bread was exactly that reason, as I didn't have that alternative. Because it's not like my partner could come and stay with me for, you know, six weeks and not have a problem. So, I found other ways to eat. And as you can tell from my voice, as you can tell from my demeanor in this podcast, it's not something I'm proud of. Um, I slipped. My weight loss going down to 118, I basically, when we came out of lockdown, or sorry, let me be specific, when I came out of lockdown, six weeks later, I had put on up to about 123 kgs. As at today's date, I have managed to lose a little bit more, I'm down to now 119 kgs. So while I didn't put on all the COVID weight that everyone's talking about that they get, I did put on a significant amount compared to what I was, you know, a good five kgs. However, the kgs I've lost recently, the difference is I am doing more of a dirty keto at the moment. I am not doing full keto, meaning I still have the occasional carbs, I still have potatoes I still have all these other things granted I'm only having them like once a week maybe twice a week at max but I'm still losing a little bit of weight now I'm not drawing any conclusions saying oh well maybe I should just give up complete keto and just go the way I'm doing and just eat less because I've only been eating two meals a day the thing is if you're like me and you know your body and you know your mindset as soon as I start thinking that, I automatically switch to, oh, I should do that. And if I do that, I won't fail at all. Of course I won't. I will never fail at this sort of thing. That's what you tell yourself anyway. Then you end up six weeks in lockdown and you've put on like five kgs. So no, no, no problems at all. Now, I know a lot of people will be sitting there, they'll be listening and they'll be going, oh, no, nah, it wasn't too bad. You didn't put on too much. You're okay. You're still getting back onto it. And yes, I am. And, and I, I am thinking that as well. But at the same time, I'm trying not to, not to do what I've done before, which is where I've fooled myself. So you may be, um, you may or may not be like me. I have self-deluded myself previously and I've talked about this before um, and when I've self-deluded myself I've basically made myself believe truly believe that there's nothing wrong with the food that I'm eating that there's nothing wrong with the way that I am problem is there is something wrong with the way I am 
there is something wrong with the way I eat, um, the way I think that I'm invincible. And so doing this podcast at the moment, I know we're, I know I'm riffing a bit, so I'm all over the place. But it is helping me realize, it is helping me think that I need to start structuring my eating again. Get back to my three meals a day, even though I don't feel like eating three meals a day. It was doing me good. I was feeling fuller. Um, I've had a lot of help from one of my uh, friends that I met on Instagram. And she has called me during lockdown. And we've had long discussions about keto and what works, what doesn't work. And for the first time in my life, when I was talking about the weight stuff with this person, I haven't met this person in person yet. Um, she does live in, in Wellington, so there's no problem with that. But just talking with her, I found myself being completely open and honest, saying, look, I lost motivation. I lost drive. I've been eating badly. And not feeling judged for that. So usually I would judge myself or some of my friends that I was around used to judge me and demean me and put me down for that reason because I wasn't doing what I was doing. And so that was hard. Um, but yes, I... Um, Being honest with myself and saying, look, you had a bit of a break during COVID, start to rein it in, do it properly. And that's what I'm trying to do now. And it's not easy getting back to it completely. Because now the prices of veggies are starting to go up, especially the ones that I eat. See, I started COVID, uh, sorry, I started keto um, in the summer being realistic and in the summer cucumber capskin lettuce it's all cheap 99 cents a cucumber crazy prices now when i go to the markets cucumber uh on saturday was well three dollars fifty each that's about the same price i pay in the supermarket when i'm supposed to go through seven to ten cucumbers a day uh, sorry, a, a, a week, gets pretty pricey, even at the markets. So it's been very hard. But hey, if it was easy, I would have done it years ago. My main message for this whole COVID thing is, look, it, it's okay to have fallen off the wagon. And I know a lot of people are like, just jump back on the wagon. It's easier said than done. But that's why I want to make this podcast to say, hey, you know what? I've fallen off the wagon. I'm going to start getting back on the wagon. I'm going to ease myself into it. Because if I go full again, I know I'll fuck up. And that's, that's the main important thing is, if you know yourself and you know your body, don't judge yourself. Be open, be honest, accept that you fell off and join me. 
Let's do it together. As I said, I'm weighing at about 119.3. Now, my goal by the end of the year, hopefully be down to 100. And saying that goal out loud, telling myself, hey, I need to do this, means that I have, what, just under six months to lose 19 kgs. It is doable. I've seen people do it. So, join me on the journey. Let's go through this together. And if you feel like you need motivation, hit me up. Because you know what? If I engage with you, you engage with me, we might, we both might need motivation. We both might need to know, hey, we're doing something for a reason. We're doing something for a good reason. We're getting healthy. It's not about losing the weight. This whole journey, it's about finally changing my life so that I'm getting healthy. Not the way I was. Thank you for listening. I know it's been a long podcast. And as I said, I know we've riffed a lot. We've uh, gone from side to side to side. But overall, the message is, if you've fallen off the wagon, yes, you can get back on it. But you know your body. You know your mind. Take your time. And if you need help, let's do it together. Love you guys. Uh, Love my community. Thank you for reaching out if you for those that have. And feel free to email me, doncostas at gmail.com, D-O-N-C-O-S-T-A-S gmail at gmail.com. Uh, feel along, uh, feel happy to pass along to my website, as I said. More than happy to help anybody. Um, and yeah, love you guys. Look after yourselves and thanks for listening. Good luck.